Hi, today I'd like to introduce you to eye accessing cues. Hi, Heidi Heron here. You may have heard that NLP has this great tool of eye accessing cues, so I thought today I might share a little bit more with you, and you're more than welcome to also jump online and grab our 30 days to NLP book, just NLP, it's at NLP Worldwide, or 30 days to NLP.com. It's a great introduction to NLP book and eye accessing cues is in there. So, eye accessing cues. In about 1890, a gentleman named William James, who's a psychologist, noticed that his eyes moved around when he was speaking and when he was thinking, and he thought, is there any method to this? So he started asking other people where their various questions, and he would track where their eyes went and start to listen to what kind of words were being said. And he indeed found some method to this. There was a, a consistent theme around what was happening when people's eyes moved. Then in the 1980s, NLP brought it in with, with Robert Diltz, and he started studying it as well to see is there any method to this, and is it useful to bring into NLP? And what he actually found was, yes, there is some method to it, again. So what they found was when somebody's eyes are moving up, we're accessing visual, so pictures up here. And when we, our eyes are moving to the sides, laterally towards our ears, that is auditory. When our eyes are moving down and to the sides, one side is in kinesthetic or feelings and the other side is in internal dialogue. And in fact, they went on a little bit further and said that if somebody is looking up and to their right, your left, this is constructing. So visual constructing, creating something, auditory remembering and kinesthetic. And on the other side is remembering. So constructing or creating something and remembering something. So being able to construct a vision or construct something doesn't necessarily mean that I'm lying because if you ask me what I wore to work a couple of days ago, I actually have to probably construct what clothes did I just wash the other day before I packed and came to Singapore, um, what might still be on my floor in my bedroom, what, where was I, what did I do? And so my eyes have to roam around and choose a few things. So on, oh, yeah, nope, almost got it. I know what I wore on Tuesday. That just came in there. Uh, I think I'm thinking too far ago. But you can see my eyes moving around. So it's not really a good way to tell if somebody's lying because if somebody's lying, they've usually already made up their lie. And then it might be stored as remembered. So anytime somebody's looking over to their left, your right, up here is visual remembered, auditory remembered, and internal dialogue. And that internal dialogue is usually about data, details, information, that kind of thing. So we have that ability to watch where people's eyes are going. And this is cool information. Mainly, I mean, you can walk up to somebody and go, hey, I know you just visualized something. But that's not really the point of it. The point of it is to be able to identify where somebody's storing information so we can ask better questions around it. If somebody, for example, doesn't know what they want, if I'm asking them, you know, what, do you, what is your desired state, where do you want, and they're down here going, well, I just don't know, I don't know, then they're feeling something, and I can ask, what is it that you're feeling? I can direct the eye pattern traffic and have them look up and say, just look up. Look up to your left, sorry, your right, they're your left, their right, look up to visual construct, look up there and imagine what is it that you want. Notice how your life is now, imagine what you want instead. And sometimes moving the eyes even up to that visual aspect will help us to step in and start to construct more about what it is that we desire to have. 
or if we're stuck in our feelings or stuck in our internal dialogue, sometimes that's not a very good brainstorming method. Think about when you are brainstorming, when you're in that daydream mode. How do you go? What, you, what does your body do? Where do your eyes go? That's right, they go up here. So up to the visual aspect. Anything right in front of you and directly up, that's all visual remembered type of stuff. In the first instance, who cares if it's visual remembered or visual construct or auditory remembered, auditory construct, just start to notice the eyes are moving and they go in different wonderful places. Start to watch eye patterns even from television, from non-scripted TV, reality show interviews, that kind of thing, and start watching it. And then start putting it into practice as far as watching eyes, seeing where they're at, and connecting with different questions so that you're tapping into a different part of people's unconscious mind. There's so much that we can learn about ourselves and so much that we can learn from other, about other people. We might as well utilize what we've got. So the 30 Days to NLP book has a lot of information about it, a whole chapter on just eye accessing cues, and of course in the NLP trainings. If you've liked this video, be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel, and I'll see you next time. Happy eye patterning.